I say this, and I know this question isn't down here, and I might periodically do this. No, you um, can't answer. Would you, I can ask extra <laughs> questions. Um, I have noticed, you know, obviously, you know, in the case of Corbin and Paige, you guys all got married pretty young. But, I mean, Paige, you graduated from high school. Mm -hmm. Just weeks later, you got married, and you boarded yeah. a plane for Australia. Would you say that it's, that it's consistent that, that <laughs> if you're raised in the church, you're not as afraid of marriage? Yeah, for sure. As yeah. those, like, outside of the church. There weren't the fears so. that everybody out there, so many people are living together, and they're scared to death to get, to get married. I married a couple that had been living together 13 years once. Yeah. And I asked the obvious question, I, you got 13 years in this. Don't you think you figured it out? By now, let's let's get let's yeah. get married. Yeah, um, I was I was really excited, you know. So like my senior year, I was engaged, and I didn't really tell a lot of a lot of people, but um, it got out and whatever, like it got out. Yeah, but like people out. found out about <laughs> yeah. it, and um, you know, and they would like ask me and ask me like weird questions, like I don't like you know like because he was overseas, and um, of course like are you you know afraid that like something's gonna happen in Australia or um, like you. Or how do you? I don't know, just stuff like that. Yeah. Or like, why are you getting married this young? Or and I'm like, because because we want to, you know, like because <laughs> it's a good thing to do and we're ready for it. So yeah, people would always ask me, like the people I worked with, to be like, aren't, aren't you afraid like she's gonna like cheat on you or something? Or like you know, and I and I would tell them like straight up, like I honestly never once thought that just because of our relationship and how well we knew each other. It wasn't even a thought that we entertained because it, it was impossible, you know, yeah. and so, it yeah. Good, yeah, it wasn't gonna happen. That's awesome. <laughs> um, lots of people kind of dovetailing right, right into the next question. Um, lots of people are afraid to marry. How did you know that it was right? Corb, you said that it never even entered your heart about, you know, um, Paige cheating on you, you cheated, that just wasn't, you know, how did you know that it was right? Because everybody says, how are you going to know that it's right? How are you going to know it's the right one? Yeah, it just felt right, you know, because Paige and I, uh, we, I, I got to know her th over a couple years, so our, our, our whole story is a bit odd. Like, we, we, yeah, we have a really weird story. It's very unconventional. We actually never really uh, officially, like, dated just because we knew each other, um, and we there was nothing hidden. I got to see all the bad sides of Paige long before we were together. <laughs> so I knew the worst it could possibly get. How many get. bad sides of Paige do you think there are? I mean, let's just... It's, it's Darth Paige. It's true. She's a monster. But no, I saw her heart... I saw her heart for God and her heart for the church, and that was what was most attractive, I would say. And it just felt right, you know. We, our families got along so well, and what, what would you add to that, sweetie? Um, well, we, we saw out, like, you know, wisdom. Um, from, first of all, our parents were extremely on board. You know, as, like, a 17- and 18-year-old coming to their parents and saying, hey, we want to get married, of course they're like, okay, but um, they definitely were for it, um, you know, like, um, you know, my mom, uh, you know, prayed with me about it, and just stuff like that, so I think there was, like, support, yeah. straight up support, support. Um, and of course, we sought out, you know, God in it, and we saw God in it, um, like, it was very clearly, you know, God moving on us mm -hmm. to get married, so. Yeah. Um, did you want to say something? Oh, um, yeah, I, uh, I also think for the believer, there's a godly peace 
um, there. I, you know, the Bible says we're led by peace, and um, I, I think there is just a, God almost illuminates them to you. They're, they're kind of set apart from the rest, and um, and it's a, it's a really cool phenomenon, um, but I really believe it's very clear. God makes it very clear to you. And, uh, and I also believe the tragedy is um, a lot of people are afraid to get married because they've seen such poor examples. Um, you know, uh, if you saw the examples of marriage that some have, um, maybe you wouldn't want to get married either. Um, you know, so I think that's what we're kind of uh, up against with the people that don't want to. We have to, we have to show them, you know, um, the, uh, the blessing of marriage and what the Bible says about it, um, you know, to kind of contrast everything that they've seen in their lives. So. Um, you guys all knew that you'd be in the ministry. Um, <clears throat> you didn't know necessarily, you know, how long. How did God prepare you for that? And what kind of things did he speak to you prior to marriage? <laughs> prior to marriage. <laughs> So, um, yeah, you go, go. Me? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that I was going to be in the ministry. Um, I dreamed that I would be in Florida with dolphins. So <laughs> this was, this was not in, <laughs> but. <laughs> it's kind of the same. <laughs> kind of. Like okay. God's plan and my plan were like, yeah. but no, it's good. Um, for me, like, obviously I didn't know, but when Corey and I started speaking, obviously he was already in the ministry. He was over. Um, the youth, and I knew that I, if I pursued him, I would not only be pursuing a marriage with him, but I would be part of ministry with him. So it wasn't like lightly taken when I started to be with him. So feelings of unworthiness, feelings of I remember Corbin. Oh. We, I remember Corbin. We talked when I first approached you about coming on staff, and uh, you you wrestled with it initially because you thought that you were too young, didn't think that it was time. You know, yeah, we uh, I, I had totally like it was like in our 10 year plan, you know, that we weren't even going to be in full time ministry. Like I, I would always talk to my friends like like being in the ministry. I don't want to do that right now. Our plan was to come home. I just wanted to get a job and just serve the church. And so we had no intentions of we didn't we weren't seeking a position at all. No. And I think that that was a place that God had to bring us to in order for it to work. You know, throughout our entire relationship and through this all, it's always been putting Jesus first. You know, I, I want Jesus first before I want any job position or title. I want Jesus first, you know. Yep. And so, yeah, it, was, it wasn't even on our radar. So when we yep. were asked, we were just like, at first we were just like, no way. You kidding me? Like, that's never going to happen. Yeah, we but, both told each other no. Like, we were like, no, yeah, we're <laughs> not going to do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> But, not gonna happen. And then it was, how about a year commitment? I go, I'll take a year commitment. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and then yeah, God just obviously rest grew is your heart. And the rest is history. Yes, it is history. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, of course. Um, I know you. Australia is probably beautiful, but very. I mean, come on. <laughs> very. I only, I only have two. Very. It's like 80 degrees right now. <laughs> uh, um, what were you guys looking for in a spouse? What were you guys looking for? Did any of you make lists? No. No. Good girl, Kayla. No, actually, Good girl. actually, okay, confession. I made a list, but I, I forgot about, I forgot that I had made a list, but it turns out I did. So um, we had a, a purity retreat here. I was like 12 or 13, and I do not remember what I put on it, but I'm fairly positive it had something to do with abs. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, technically, if we're being technical Corp, here. show your abs. No, I'm just kidding. Don't I, do it. Don't do it. 
if that was the only thing on my list <laughs> as a 12-year-old, then, I mean, hey, you know, God is faithful. <laughs> <laughs> no? Oh, Lord, just get me through this. Okay. Um, um, no, honestly, I, apparently I checked all of Kayla's 36 boxes. So, uh, 36? 36! Okay, okay, here's Holy the reason, though, is because I needed to make a list because in other, like, in the past, I would just kind of, like, settle. You know, I knew that there was things that I wanted. I knew that there was things that I needed. And, you know, I would just, like, oh, I just don't want to be alone, so I'll just kind of. And so I got to that place where I'm, like, I need to make a list for myself so I know, like, you know, I'm not going to sell anymore. And so I, I literally, like, got down, I got, and I prayed, and I got my journal out, and I just, yeah. And I remember putting, like, I want someone, a husband that can play guitar, piano, or drums. And he plays all three. So God is faithful. God, God is, is faithful. faithful. Yeah, and, yes. and someone taller than me, and he's, he's like, this much taller than me, but he's, he, he made it. He made it. Lisa, did, do, did I get all 36 boxes? 36. Did you have 36 boxes for me? Um, <laughs> wow. No. 36, yeah. 10. I'll take no. 10. I'll take 10. Um, did you guys ever struggle with fears that you'd never find anyone? Never. Serious? No. no. Not so much. Not one of you. Not really. We were so young. We were too young. <laughs> it, would be, it would be like, it would be silly if me as like a 17-year-old Engage or wait, whatever. However long I was single for, whatever. Like, oh, I'm never Not gonna long. find anybody. Yeah. But, you know, like so. Okay. I can't. I can't say that I felt like that. You can't relate with that have? one. Yeah. Okay. I would like for me. I wasn't fearful um, that I wouldn't find anybody. I was more fearful of how long it would take. So what work did God have to do in you guys, so that you could be right for marriage? Because I'll see a lot of people that want to get married. But in my guts, I'm thinking, you are not ready for marriage. Um, so what, what kind of work did God have to do in you? For me, like, God had to take me to a place where even if, I remember praying, like, God, even if, because when I was in high school, all I wanted after I graduated was just to be a wife and a mom. And um, I would always try to kind of make something happen. And I, God got me to a place where, well, I remember praying, like, God, even if I'm single for the rest of my life, I know that I'm going to be okay because I have you. You know, and that's where I had to arrive because I was putting, you know, I, I would go into, like, this vicious cycle, like, God, you're so good. I'm single. Find someone. Put that person above God. And then God would just pe kind of, like, shift to the side. Um, and then life would kind of get bad. I'd go running to him. And then I'd just do this cycle. You know, and it wasn't, it wasn't fair. And so I had to arrive to a place where even when I got married and I find that, found that person, that God was still first in my life. Yep. Yeah. So, so even after marriage, that could be a threat. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. um, I remember praying. Uh, is this too close to my face? <laughs> so I <don't> <laughs> Sorry. I just feel, I'm like, I don't want to, like, hurt your guys' eardrums <laughs> or something. Am I is it too close? Was like, okay, um, anyway, I, I, remember, I remember praying before um, I got married. Corbin was away. I did a lot of praying in that time. Um, and I just asked God, you know, like, what, what can I do 
um, now to make me, prepare me to be the wife that I need to be, um, like, you know, loving, supportive, um, you know, godly wife that I desire to be, um, like, work in me now. And um, he kept reminding me of this, this person in my life that I needed to forgive, um, and I, I was very bitter towards them. And uh, so he basically, he just kept um, like telling me that I needed to forgive them and ask of forgiveness because I, out of my bitterness and of, out of my unforgiveness, I treated them very poorly. Um, not like a, a Christian should treat somebody, you know. Um, so um, Ephesians uh, 4.32 says, um, get rid of all bitterness and anger and um, forgive as, you know, uh, through Christ Jesus, God for, forgave us. Um, so I did. And uh, because um, I, I believe that God told me, like, that bitterness that I had towards that person wouldn't go away in my marriage. Um, so the things that we don't deal with when we're single don't just disappear, you know, when we have that special person or when we have, you know, like, okay, when my life will be together when I, when I get married and, you know, have kids. I don't know, whatever, whatever you're looking forward to. Um, so just to deal with things um, and where you are presently. So it's a lie to think that anybody could be your source of healing. Yeah. You know, the only person that can be is Jesus. Jesus. And how many times have you seen people think, oh, that next relationship, yeah. they're the answer to all my prayers. Um, and uh, Jesus is the only one that answers prayers. That's right. Um, so what work would you say God has done in you since you've been married? So now that you're married, um, you know, all of the, whatever, you know, ideas or whatever ideals you had about marriage prior to, now you're married. What's the work that, that God's had to do? Big thing right off the bat was God revealed how selfish I was. I was just so selfish, you know. Um, major, like, gear, like, you know, with I want to buy new guitars all the time. And so I'd always go to Paige, you know, <laughs> like, oh, look at this, you know. And so that still I, doesn't I, happen? I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> It'll always happen. You guys are always <laughs> talking always about happen. buying stuff. But it's just, he revealed how selfish I was, and I, I was still living as if I was single, and I could just, you know, get whatever I wanted. You know, we got some money, yeah, I'm going to go blow it, you know, right. kind of thing. And so, yep. and so that was a big thing for me, and I'm still finding that out. <laughs> <laughs> You're True confessions with Corbin and Paige. Um, Corey, what would you say the, 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 the work that God's had to do in your life now that you're married? What's the difference? Um, I definitely would agree with the selfless thing. Um, I think maybe probably, you know, uh, in varying degrees in every marriage that you learn to be more selfless because it's not about you anymore. Um, you know, uh, but also along with that, probably how to even communicate um, more clearly and spend more time trying to think where Kayla is coming from um, rather than how much I disagree with it. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> Not saying that happens like all the time, but you know, like. Guys, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. uh, so, so it's more important that you understand where she's coming from than that she understands you. That's what God's kind of been challenging me with. Like spend some time and be more understanding than you might want to be um, right now. Isn't know? it funny that they're clapping? Isn't it funny that First Peter, First Peter three says that the husband is to dwell the wife with understanding. It doesn't say that the wife is to dwell the husband with understanding. So even though we would never in a million years figure our wives out, our goal is to understand. Sure. Our goal is to understand. Like, okay, I could see Lisa. No, amens. Um, I could. I could see. 
I can see, I can see why it's so critical, um, and you're getting that now because it, it, you will cycle in a marriage if you're if you're always trying to get them to understand you. You're not hearing me. Right. You didn't hear a single word that I said. It said no healthy marriage, you know, ever. Yeah. So um, you get to the point where it's more important that you understand than it is that you're understood. Yeah. I think if we're always trying to be understood, it's kind of selfish. Right. Um, you know, just a thought. Okay. All right. Um, I'm just going to add to that. I would say for me, like, it was my pride. Um, I, like, Corey really showed me. He was, a, he was an amazing example of, like, when we would get in arguments, he was always the first to say sorry. He um, was always very humble. And to me, like, in my mind, like, if you were the first to say sorry, you were the weaker one. Like, it, and as crazy as that sounds, but I just, I was fearful of being controlled, so I always wanted the upper hand. And when Corey was just so consistent of, even if he, like, wasn't wrong, he would find something like, you know, I could have just done that better. And so through just being married to him, like, just his example of being humble and not being afraid to say sorry, that that's something that I've, you know, learned. So I love you. No smooching. Okay. So, um, so what are what are some other? You guys are already starting to go there. What are some of the challenges that you face as young marrieds? You know, what are some of the challenges? I would say, I would say a couple things. Um, I mean, everybody's busy, but busyness and then um, technology becoming a distraction um, within your relationship because I I'd say our generation is much more into it, um, you know, and, you know, uh, even even when Kayla and I will get home, if, I'll just be, you know, transparent, sometimes, like, right when we get home, we'll be individually, you know, locked on our phones for a little bit, and then we'll realize, what are we doing, you know, so, it, I mean, it can really become How many of you, is that a problem? <laughs> there's more. There's more. There's, 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 there's more. more. There's more. There's more. It, it, it's stuff that we never had to deal with in our early years of marriage, and now it's like it's invaded every home. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Great point. Great point. So what yeah. do you do? Do you, like many times when, we, when we'll go out, you know, we'll, um, you know, Lisa will say, can, you, can we turn the phones off, or could we leave them in the car, or let's just keep one and keep the other one? Setting um, them down. Yeah. Um, that's the biggest thing. When we're intentional about spending time with each other, we just set them down, mm -hmm. um, and they're not a priority. Yeah, I think we could all do that um, better. What would you tell singles who desire to be married? What would you tell them? Always make sure your desire for God is bigger than your desire to be married. Because if it gets the other way around, things get messy. Okay? Uh, that, that's, that'd be my biggest bit of advice. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah, and I would just say um, just seek God first. Uh, because my, again, my biggest desire was just to be married. Um, but without that relationship with God, I mean, our marriage went, I don't even think that we would be married. Our our story is kind of weird, too. Like, our first three months, like, we just were, you know. And, <laughs> and But there was like this, there was, you know, like our flesh was like, oh, I just want to, you know, I, I don't want to do this anymore. And I remember even like in the second month, we were, you know, getting counseled by Pastor John and Lisa, and I remember him saying, like, you know, you guys got to, you either have to work through this or, you know, just this isn't the one. Um, but 
I think because our relationship with God was mature and strong and, and we knew who we were through God, um, you know, we knew. And um, so, yeah, I would just say make sure that your maturity and your relationship with God is there first. And, and make sure that, like, you, you are ready for marriage. You know, don't go out seeking for someone. Make sure that you are preparing for yourself. Like, right. would you want to marry yourself? Right. You know, not in a weird way, but like, it, like think, hey, like, somebody think about has, it. You laugh. Then, uh, there is a there is a case where a gal married ready? herself today. Yeah. So um, that's you, that's what I would yourself? say. And don't and don't despise your singleness because I did. Would you yes. want to be stuck with you for yeah. the rest of your life? Um, how difficult was attending a public high school as a Christian? Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> I mean, it had its difficulties, but um, I. I don't know. I I mean, I wasn't. I don't feel like it was that difficult, you know. But um, I definitely would say, um, like, just the boldness factor of it, because you have to be to be bold. No um, middle ground, really. When, is it? Yeah, no. Um, so I would say that. But do our prayer story. Do our prayer story. Okay. So Corbin and I, we um, uh, so we led like a little prayer group before um, school would start, and it was right in the commons. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you guys don't know where that is. It's just basically the entry to where the gym is. Um, and we would, you know, get in our little corner, and every we had every day, every morning. Every morning. Um, like, what, 7 o'clock, 7.15? I can't even yeah. remember. But um, something, or we, we would just, you know, gather our, you know, our peeps and, um, and pray. <laughs> and, um, and the buses would, like, enter in through there, and people would, you know, come in and, and see us and stuff. Wednesdays, Corbin would bring us guitar, and we would worship, and... Um, so, I mean, I just think, like, taking, taking those steps with other, other peers is, is key. But um, the funny thing is, like, I think people, the first thing that you think of is, is, like, oh, people made fun of you. Oh, people persecuted you. There was none of that. We were, we were totally fine, you know, okay. stepping out in our boldness. No one tried to stop it. Nobody tried to stop us. You know, I think um, a lot of kids are afraid of stepping out or afraid of being bold because um, they're afraid of what other people will think. And I guess that's my advice. Just don't. Don't care what people <laughs> will think of you. I mean, high school is such a short time, but um, so definitely be that light. And um, but yeah, and even in that time of of prayer, um, the years that we were doing it, um, our principal came to us and said that there were like there was fewer violence, there was less fights, there was it's more the lowest violence that since yeah, it was like the lowest like violence in the school that it's been like and for I own your high school. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so that was a great time. Every morning we would pray, and we were just bold about it, and everyone would see us, but we didn't care, you know, and it was a good time. That's awesome. A lot of we're the next that leaders time. that are going to step up and do that. Good Amen. Stuff. Carson. Amen. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, not putting them on the spot. No. Um, uh, if you could do high school all over again, what would you do differently? I guess I would just be more bold, like what even we've talked about. Um, I mean, I was bold in high school. Like, everybody knew that I was um, a Christian. But um, just now that I'm out of high school, I realize, like, how, how accessible, like, people were. You know, like, you saw them every single day. And even, like, in that age, they're, um, they're not kind of, like, like, set in their ways yet. You know, some of them are, but they're more susceptible to um, be open, I guess to hearing you out. So I guess that I would just I would just be more bold in high school and again not despise my singleness and not focus on 
okay, who am I going to date next? It would be, who am I going to save next? So. Okay, that's good. Just, yeah, um, you, you realize, you know, the saying is hindsight is twenty twenty, but you realize everything that was, you thought was such a big deal um, is not, you know, in the scope of eternity. It doesn't even matter. Um, you know, this life is so short, it's a vapor, yeah. and um, you have, I mean, you, you guys are, you know, for those of you still in school right now, you have the greatest opportunity because you are building friendships and relationships every single day amongst people, and you have the greatest opportunity right now um, to, to be bold about your faith. Say it now. Say it now. Um, witness now. Because you might never see them again. Yep. Um, and you might be their only example of Christ in their life. Well, spoken like a youth pastor. Um, <laughs> how important as singles was the local church to you? So important. It's, it's where I, growing up in the local church, it's, it's how my relationship with God was formed, you know. I think that it's... I think it's impossible to grow as a Christian if you're separated from the body of Christ, which is the church. And so we wouldn't be where we are today if we weren't involved in church, if we didn't spend time with the church, uh, if we didn't serve the church the way we did. Um, we wouldn't have seen the growth and have been able to be where we are today right. from the little steps to the big steps. Yeah. Um, it would have been impossible if we weren't plugged into what God was doing. No, that's a great answer. Um, what would you say to people that have a calling on their life or they're aware of a calling on their life? What would you say to them? Um, I would just say pursue your calling and in, in light of the topic of today. Um, if you're worried, if you are being hindered from jumping out into what you know God has called you to do and fear that you're going to miss your spouse, that's impossible if you're in God's will. Um, so you stay in God's will and God will bring your spouse to you. Yeah. All right, it only makes sense if you're doing what he wants you to do, he'll take care of everything else. And so dovetailing, how important would you say marriage is in a calling? Would you encourage, um, you know, uh, single people to um, pursue a call, a call of God? How did I word the question here? Um, would you advise pursuing a call as a single? Um, I, uh, um, I'm just throwing it out there. I have my opinions, but uh, I'll throw it out there. Uh, sure. I, I've, I've, known, I've known many people um, who were single and um, fulfilling some sort of calling in the ministry. I think that it's God's intent for you to have a partner, but... Um, I think you can. I think you can pursue it. I was pursuing my calling before we were married. You know, I was taking sure. steps towards, you know, what I saw myself doing in the future. And I would say as far as calling, um, I've, I've seen a lot of people um, who it's been recognized on their life that there's a calling, specifically in ministry, and the, people get too hasty. Like, they just want to go for it right away. Like, they just want to, like, sprint into it. And mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of my friends personally, like, burn out, and they don't make it. I think, you know, like you said before, that God's too big to miss, regardless of your calling in life. So I think it's important to just keep Jesus first, keep yeah. pursuing him first, and God's, you're not going to miss what God has for you. Don't you guys think that some people see calling and God as, like, two separate issues? Right. Um, yeah. like, 
they're pursuing a calling and they're not pursuing God as much and they're not separate. Um, you pursue God, you're in the calling. You're right. in the, as if, as if God's going to, at, at some point in your devotional, say, you know what, you're spending too much time with me. Go pursue your calling. Right. Um, and yet I see, you know, people all the time, they treat it like it's two different things. Yeah. And I'm just a firm believer of, like, choosing to do now, like, the things that, you know, in the small things, like, uh, treat those like you are, you know, like serving Jesus himself, like Colossians 3.17 says, you know, do everything, you know, um, like, do everything, what does it say? Uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus, sorry. Yep. Like, do, you know, everything. So I think it's the little things. If you're not thankful, if you're not grateful for what God's called you to do right now, he may not call you further, you know. So I just, I'm a firm believer of that. Yeah, it's very difficult for the ungrateful to be used um, by God. Um, what kind of, I know we touched on this a little bit, but I think it would help a lot of people because you saw the hands that went up. What kind of boundaries do you have regarding social media? Because let's be honest, it's brutal. I mean, um, social media is just brutal. What kind of boundaries do you have? Um, I'll, I'll tackle it from this point of view because you can, you can come at it from a lot of angles. But from the view of maintaining um, respect and, and health, um, knowing that you are married, um, whenever, like, for example, whenever a wife, um, you know, will, will request me, um, I will, I will go request her husband as well out of respect. Um, wouldn't want to just be friends with her. Yep. Um, when at all possible, I try and message the husband, um, you know, instead of the wife, just out of respect. Um, you know, just, you know, I just, out of respect, I just want to do that. And I think it's healthy, um, to try, um, and, and, and shoot for those goals as far as social media as a, when you're married. And you, you know. also, you guys also, if anybody wants to seek you out for personal ministry, you try to push gals toward Always. towards Kayla. Always. And um, yeah. I can't encourage that enough. We try to the best of our ability to, um, I try to minister to, to guys, Lisa to women. I'll minister to couples, um, but we try to see to it that um, there isn't a possibility. We try to minimize any um, any attachments that you know wouldn't be wouldn't be healthy. Yeah. Um, how um, how can the church remain relevant to future generations? Uh, I think that the the gospel is the key. The gospel was relevant two thousand years ago, and the gospel is still relevant today. Preaching and. The gospel is relevant whether you're in a third world country or a first world country. Regardless of whatever life, the gospel will always be relevant. So I think for future generations, as long as we keep preaching that gospel, keep preaching Jesus, keep preaching the word, then it'll always remain relevant. Corp, good answer. Um, that's excellent. I'll just add to it. Um, I think we need to get rid of the, uh, the notion of this is how church uh, should be. Um, I. This is how Christians I, should be. This is how church should yeah. be. Yeah, I mean, if we if if we want to stay relevant, um, you know, uh, times change. I don't think we should ever compromise the gospel. Never compromise God, but be open to other methods in the church. Yep, I would say that's that's good stuff. Could we close by you guys <clears throat> each taking turns? Praying whatever's on your heart, from singles to God's calling, to young marrieds, to future generations, whatever. Um, could we just close with you guys praying um, over that? Sure. You want me to start? Go ahead. I'll start. Yeah, yeah. Well, Heavenly Father, 
God, I just thank you for bringing Kayla and I together, Lord. And, and I know we're both in agreement when we pray um, that you would just protect all the singles out there right now. Um, God, that you, would, that you would bless this time of singleness in their life. Um, that it wouldn't be a phase that they want to hurry out of, um, but you'd even show them uh, that you can use them in profound ways um, when they have less responsibilities, Lord. Um, God, I just pray that they would just soak up this time and, and use it to pursue you more than anything else. Lord, that you would speak to them clearly, Heavenly Father, that there would not be a doubt, a question in their mind um, as to when it's time to get married, when they meet the one that you're going to set apart for them in life, Lord. Uh, I just pray that that would all be so clear because they have such a strong relationship with you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Father, we just thank you so much for this morning. And just as your word says in Psalm 32, wait, that you that you teach us and that you lead us and you guide us through life. So Father, this morning, regardless of where we come from, we're all on a separate journey to you, Jesus. And so I, this morning, we just open up ourselves and we submit to your teaching and your leading of our lives. And whatever area it is, we just ask that you would lead, that you would speak, and we're just gonna patiently wait on you because we know that you're going to teach us, that you're going to bring us through it, that you're not going to leave us behind or forgotten, but that you have the best intent for us. So Jesus, we just allow you to teach us. We allow you to, to direct our lives this morning as we put you first, as we put you first above anything else the world has to offer. We just focus on you, Jesus. We fix our lives towards you, and we thank you that your peace is going to go before us, and that your peace is going to lead us to your heart, Jesus. Heavenly Father, God, I just pray for um, just the young people in here today, God. Um, in high school or in any type of schooling, Lord. Um, I just pray that you would give them boldness, Lord, um, that you would just um, have them delight in, in where they are right now and in the, their present circumstances, God, as, as young people and, um, and like beginning their, their life, God. Um, I just pray that you would continue to give them boldness and, and guide them throughout their 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 faith God and um, Lord I just pray for um, people who are in um, a place of maybe not um, knowing what their calling is or feeling confused about that God um, I just pray that you would just touch them God and give them peace um, um, just give them joy where they are Lord and um, you know have us just uh, do everything that we do right now, the small things, the, in our jobs, God, in our families. Let's just honor, I just pray that we just honor you, Jesus, um, in Jesus' name. God, I just thank you for this opportunity that the four of us just could just be up here, God, and um, that you are shining through both of our marriages and our lives, God. Um, I just pray for the singles out there that they would seek you first, that their issues aren't going to go away with a marriage like I thought. God, but they would seek you for you, not what they could get from you, but just from you, God. I just pray for um, everyone in here to just 
get a hungry heart for you, to just keep running after you. God, I pray for a boldness in the schools, no matter where you are, even in the workplace, God, that they would fear you over the fear of rejection or what other people would think, God. I thank you for being just such a good God, that you love us so much. Thank you for being with all of us, God. And I just pray for protection as we go into the work week, as we